Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 144. Part two of a kind of unofficial two-part, well, it's not really unofficial, it's a long interview I cut in two, a chat with Bridget DeMeyer and Will Kimbrough, a couple of fine singer-songwriters who who were out here on the West Coast recently. If you've heard number 143 of this series, you heard us talk a little bit about uh, Bridget DeMeyer's new release. They played a song from it, which was produced by Will Kimbrough, and um, we're going to continue that conversation in just a couple of minutes. Will Kimbrough, I first learned about when he was coming out here and playing as part of Todd Snyder's band, The Nervous Rex, and we'll kind of recap this during the chat. I don't want to spoil everything, but they had K-Pig Radio had these outdoor festivals called Fat Fries, and they were twice a year, and First time we met, we met, first time we heard Todd Snyder, this amazing songwriter, he had this incredible band behind him, and we're like, who the heck is that playing guitar? Oh my God. And it was Will Kimbrough. He was, he was with Todd for a while, and he's played with a lot of people, and, and I've also seen him with um, Rodney Crowell. He was with Rodney Crowell for a long time, I think actually longer than he was with Todd Snyder, but we'll talk about that when we talk to Will in a little bit. Just an amazing guitar player, and recently he's released four... Uh, four releases under the name Will Kimbrough. And as I found out during this um, interview, he really started out as a singer-songwriter with a band. Um, Playing guitar as a side person was almost kind of like a day job. But he's done very well at both. In fact, back in 2004, he won the Americana Music Association Instrumentalist of the Year, which was won the previous three years in a row by Dobro player Jerry Douglas. So he's quite a powerhouse player and also an amazing songwriter, as we're going to hear really, really quickly here. To set up, if you haven't heard the other part, uh, Bridget and Will were on tour, doing a short tour together. They dropped in here in the West Coast, and they were doing a live radio appearance at KPIG Radio. So the fine folks at KPIG Radio, thanks, Frank, and thank you, Eileen, um, let me commandeer one of their back offices so we could have a quiet place to do this interview. So in episode number 143, we talked a little bit more to Bridget about her new record, and now we're going to talk a little bit more to Will about his new record, Sideshow Love. To set that up, um, we'll hear a couple of snippets off the CD. He'll play the title track when we actually talk. But if you're new to Songs and Stories, you can find out more about this podcast and the people that I get to interview, which is very cool, at michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. For this interview, look for Songs and Stories number 143 under blogs or podcasts on the site, and I'll have links to to Will, some videos, his previous releases, and just some other cool stuff. And I'll also put a, li- a link to his Lick of the Day video, which I spent a lot of time, there's a little video window on his website when you go to it, he'll talk about a different lick, kind of talk about what he's up to. It's sort of like a little way of letting you know what he's up to. And showing you a guitar lick and kind of where it came from. It's very, very cool. And I wasted a lot of time, or I spent a lot of very productive time, valuable time learning different licks by watching these videos. It's a very cool idea. Lick of the day. I'll put those in the podcast notes too. So to get started, um, 
let's hear a couple of things off this record. Let's hear, I had things queued up. I'm going to nonchalantly click <laughs> over on my side of the, of the desktop here. Um, I Want Too Much, which is a song you might have heard on KPIG. It's a great tune, as all his are. And Home Economics, a really fun, um, one of those kind of humorous songs that has a point. So we'll hear a little bit of Home Economics and I Want Too Much, and then we'll continue our talk with Will Kimbrough and Bridget DeMeyer at KPIG Radio talking about Will's new album, Sideshow Love. And this talk picks up right after they played a song together, and I think we'll start talking about songwriting for a little bit and then get into Sideshow Love. Here we go. I want too much, I want too much I dream too loud, I crave your touch But you're not mine and I'm not yours I want too much I sit and shake I've learned to beg I'm just a dog On two legs I should know better But I don't I want too much I don't want to hurt no one But being bad is too much fun It makes me feel so much alive To want so much I want too much I know it's wrong You know I never was that strong when self-control gets in the way I want too much When God made Adam, God made Eve And planted lots of apple trees And that's the way it is for me I want too much Just when I feel satisfied I lose control My blood gets high A far away look in my eyes I want too much attractive in a woman youth I've heard it said that and tits and ass and legs and eyes and mouth and head with a shiny mane of curly locks a waterfall of blonde we boys learned what to look for from Gene Harlow and James Bond so what's alluring in a man a bank account she cried a head of hair a hammer warm body by her side to ask direction, sensitive and hung. You ladies got your taste in guys from Cosmopolitan. I wish it sounded more romantic, but I can't be more sincere. It's just home economics and pure deep primal fear. So how on earth could marriage work at most in pretty fast? That day-to-day breach that contempt by what bond could it last? 
And that is why I settled down with my best girl and stayed So neither of us have to try and find someone so very late in life When each and every one is so set in their ways Like mules and traces, heels dug in, baby I'm amazed I wish it sounded more romantic, but I can't be more sincere It's just home economics and pure deep primal fear track of random things and carve out time to sit and put it together or kind of all the above um i go through phases Mm -hmm. um but when there's like a deadline then i try to Mm -hmm. try every day but um or if i have you know i gotta get when i will on the schedule Mm -hmm. it's got 200 shows a year roughly yeah (laughs) then i i try to come with with ideas but Inspiration comes from wherever. Uh-huh. It's got to be open. Yeah. You know, so we've been using our iPhones to the hill whenever a note comes in or a line comes in or whatever, and I write, try to write them down or record them. And so it's more random than mm-hmm. with occasional discipline. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, I can relate to that. Because <laughs> you never know when it's going to come. It no. Come first no. thing in the morning, it could come when you're driving. It could be it, yeah. something happens to you or whatever. So. Yeah, I, I, and this is sort of a inside kind of question, but do they, do you find that since you've been using the iPhone, you use less notepads? I used to be, carry the notepad around, and now I just use the iPhone. That's a really good question. Yeah, I just and thought of that too. Because I travel, I try to keep it light, you know. I yeah. Try to, but just to switch things up a little bit, someone gave me this beautiful leather brown notebook, and I'm starting to carry it around because it feels different. To feels more poetic to write with a pencil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And words come out differently, and I like seeing scratched off marks, and I feel like it's just a new process, so yeah. I'm doing both, but more of the iPhone. Yeah, I'm kind of the same one. When I'm on the road, but I've been enjoying writing. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have to recopy and transfer over. It's more right. cumbersome, but it's just a new, just feels different. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel so much like work. It feels There's so the like tactical a new... thing of putting the pencil to the paper, and I think I, I've yeah, also found when you good. finish a song, it's kind of fun to go through and see how many trees you burned up getting to the final copy. You right. don't really yeah. get that with the iPhone. Yeah. But I like I like going back and looking at those old notes when yeah. I look at my really old things. But yeah. you know, the last couple of records have been written on the computer with with you know erasing. It's tidier. Yeah. But yeah. this is pencil and paper are prettier. <laughs> they are. But I'll tell you one thing about using the phone. I write. I'm a write every day kind of person. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm on the road a lot by myself. And I talk into the notes function of the phone. Right. Right. And and I find that my lyrics have changed because I'm speaking the words. Oh, and the words sort of point. rolling around in my mouth yeah. like they're going to be sung. And so I'm writing a lot a lot of lyrics. I've written a lot of very lyrical, heavy songs. I mean, I've always written lyrics with songs. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so I've written a lot of songs that have like two verses, a chorus, a bridge, and then repeat the chorus and maybe repeat the first verse at the end. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a great, a lot of Beatles songs are like that. You know, sure. it's the template in that way for me. But, but as far as having like songs with eight verses... Uh, but recently I have that now because I'm driving for eight hours and I'm talking into my phone. You've got time to kill. And then so I you might as well myself. talk to your phone. Yeah, I email it to myself and print it out. I mean, I love writing on a notebook. and yeah. But but I like, the, the if you're going to spend your time on the road and you're driving a car yourself, then then you can free yourself up by talking into mm-hmm. the phone. Yeah, the voice recorder on the iPhone is great. Yeah. And sometimes you get interesting misprints. You know, you get uh-huh. like, you know, you know, 
I, you're, you're right. I don't know how I lost you, and it changes it to I don't know how I lobster or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I, should I write that? I don't know how. I don't know how I lobster. Yeah. I don't know how I crab. Yeah, maybe, it'll get a, maybe it'll work. Get a, I, you know. I was going to ask you, so you, you were... I'm, I'm assuming you've always written and always written songs, but you kind of are really well known as a as a guitar slinger and a side person for slung. Was it was there kind of a transition going to Will the songwriter, or were you kind of already established where that was like this is what I'm doing now? And I started fronting bands when I was 12 years old, and mm-hmm. I did that until I was 30. Uh-huh. And and then between 16 and 30, just played my own songs. So, okay. Uh, and when I was 30, I got called by Todd Snyder. I was oh, in a band okay. that, that had a record deal and lost it. And, and then another band that got, was on John Prine's label, Oh Boy, mm-hmm. and, and, and broke up. And so I was already had already made um, four four records. Yeah. You know, with two bands. That was Daddy and the Biscuits. Actually, and it was Will and the Bushman and the okay. Biscuits. Daddy okay. came later. But okay. um, so I started making records in the 84 was my first record. So okay. and I was 19. So. <laughs> I've always written songs. Yes, yeah. and so playing guitar for people was that was the odd thing for me. Oh, the okay. Twenty years that I did that, mm-hmm. roughly mm-hmm. from ninety, well, eight, you know, ninety four to two thousand twelve, being someone's guitar player often, and, and then making I made a bunch of records during that time. Sure, I made both Daddy records, all my solo records before Sideshow Love, or okay. the Willie Sugar Caps record. So I don't I don't know if you have that or not, but I'll get it to no. you. No, but uh, so I've always been a writer. Yeah, and um. Uh, but I but I needed to make a living and I, I wasn't making a living as a writer mm-hmm. um, when Todd Snyder called okay. and then I had two kids and I was on the road playing guitar and yeah. you don't you don't stop things and go you know oh I'm gonna go stop working and take stock right I right. gotta work so yeah. I went and worked for great people though I was lucky I worked with Todd mostly mm-hmm. Rodney Crowell for for actually a few more years than with Todd wow. I mean as far as being on the road yeah yeah yeah. And I've worked with Todd for 20 years, but I worked with Rodney for seven years, like on the road, mm-hmm. pretty much, you know. And then I've worked that was a great band. Oh yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah. You know? And I worked with Emmy Lou for a couple of years, and then I realized that I needed to make my own schedule. Period. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me because then I just now do collaborations that are creative. Right. You know, uh, Bridget, Daddy, Willie Sugarcaps, and my solo stuff. And then I work on people's records in the studio mm-hmm. and do some production. Um, produced Doug Seeger's record last year that was a big hit over in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Got my first gold record, so that was cool. <laughs> and um, anyway, yeah, I've always been a writer, and that okay. was you know what I always really wanted to do. And my my day, day job was playing guitar for Todd Snyder, Rodney Crowell, and Emmylou Harris. Not a bad day for job for twenty years. You can get it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. You worked for it. Wow. Well, I learned, yeah, I learned, yeah. You learn a lot from people like that. Off. Sure. You learn, how, you learn a lot, you know, just about everything. Yeah. And you, I got a break. I had spent twelve to thirty. Play, fronting my own bands, and mm-hmm. when I say twelve, I mean twelve to sixteen. I was like playing shows, mm-hmm. practicing with the band every night. I mean, I was always into it, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my story. It's a great story. <laughs> you put in your time. You want to play something off Sideshow Love? Yeah, absolutely. Um, your new release? My new release, Sideshow Love. It actually came out in February of 2014. So I'm I'm thinking about making another record too. I have a. Uh, live DVD that I did in San Francisco last summer mm-hmm. and it's going to come out this year at some point and there'll be a new Willie Sugar Caps record which is a great collaboration I have with uh, Grayson Caps and um, Anthony Crawford and Savannah Lee and a, a guitarist named Corky Hughes are all from the Gulf Coast which is where I'm from I'm from Mobile, Alabama and they're all from over the other side of the bay um, they're from the east side of the bay mm-hmm. 
we're down there, which is Fairhope, Baldwin County, Alabama, and it's a beautiful part of the world, and they're incredible musicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, part of our team is Trina Shoemaker, who's this great producer, mm-hmm. you know, Grammy-winning producer-engineer, so we have a lot of good people to work with with that. So anyway, I'm going to do a song from Sideshow Love called Sideshow Love. It's nice. the title track, so... Yes, ma'am. <laughs> they say a man like me never ever loved a woman like you before. And as the word got out, crowds of people started gathering at our front door. Pretty soon, paparazzi started snapping the pics, and so we moved to a bungalow out in the sticks. You know, a man like me never ever loved a woman like you before. Say a woman like you never ever loved a man like me, you see. Most people search for love and finally settle for somebody with no mystery. We've been around the world in search of solitude. We've been from Yazoo City to Timbuktu. You know, a man like me never ever loved a woman like you before. Seen some good men try but fail to make this kind of love and dream come true. Our address was leaked out on the internet since then. We haven't had a peaceful moment yet. No man like me never ever loved a woman like you before. All right. us alone for even just a one day. We tried to give one another back some dignity. It means everything to see you smiling at me. A man like me never ever loved a woman like you. Yes, it's just sideshow love. Sideshow love. The kind of love will make you blush. Sideshow love. It's just sideshow Sideshow The kind of love will make you blush Sideshow love The kind of love will make the whole crowd hush Sideshow love The kind of love will make the whole crowd hush 
inside your love Side show love all right all right so easy <laughs> you said you're on air at 3 30 yeah okay because i just realized that clock doesn't work <laughs> so i looked at my watch and i just I oh we're good 303 yeah, we're good just oh, making yeah. sure like, wow, it's going by fast. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a great sign thank you <clears throat> i was listening to uh dr john's gumbo mm. and i came up that little i was playing my guitar and i was like That has the same feeling of uh, Ico Ico on Dr. John's Combo. It's a great lick. It's funny you can build a whole tune just starting with some little riff you find. Yeah, yeah. That happens to me sometimes. Yeah, that was well on uh, one uh, Bridget's song that Say we did. Uh, mm -hmm. I had the little. Yeah. And she was like, What was that? And she took it home and wrote the song around it. So. Just based on that. Yeah, he just recorded that 10 second little blip. Mm -hmm. And like, I was. I'm coming over it. Yeah, it's great when you get a little piece like that in your head that it won't. It's like, I gotta do something with this. Yeah. And then yeah. I just wrote lyrics and I came back and then Will helped me finish the lyrics and the whole thing and yeah. just wrote it in an afternoon. It's cool. So, uh, yeah, one thing about writing songs nowadays is you don't have any, there's no reason to lose your idea. Mm -mm. There's no excuse really. You can have your notebook, your phone, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, these phones have great voice recorders. Yeah. Like Will was saying, it has even voice recognition so you can. Yeah. He was showing me yesterday. I didn't know they could do that. It will type out lyrics. Yeah, and I just. I, yeah. I didn't know they could do that. I thought I was just recording my voice. It's a magic. It's a magic. And there's, there's like a bazillion apps that'll that'll do different things, and uh, I like Google Drive because everything's in one place. Right. You can put notes and spit it up right. there, and. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, for me, it's always been movements. Always like walking, running, driving. So having the phone in your hand, you don't lose anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you get that good idea, when you're mindlessly moving your body, or yeah. just moving yourself through space in a car, you know, you get these, you, your, your brain, part of your brain is freed up. Yeah. yeah. Part of your brain is used. Yeah. And it almost frees up the right brain or whatever it is. I don't know yeah. the word I for get it. a lot when I'm like just out walking and yeah. exercising yeah. or whatever. Uh -huh. It comes through. Yeah. I stick, gotta keep your antenna up. Yeah. yeah. Well, like in the olden days, two years ago, I, you, you get like a little lyric idea and you'd, I'd repeat it over and over that. I'd get home and I wouldn't write it down. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> right. Write it down. Forget yeah. about it. You're not gonna forget about it. You're not gonna let you keep it if you yeah. don't write it down. Yeah, you gotta earn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, from the sky. Yeah. So you talk about another record coming up. What's up for you? You're playing the freight tomorrow night. That's, yeah. a, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a big deal. Yeah. I've said it all about that because when I lived out here back in the day, I'd be like, uh -huh. "Oh, someday I could play the freight and salvage." Have you not played before? I have, but it's been a few, a bunch yeah. of years. I've played it multiple times. But I haven't in recent years because I've been living in Nashville. Right. I've kind of been touring around the southeast and the northeast and mm -hmm. Midwest and stuff. And not as much out here as I once was, but as of last year, I started coming out more. Nice. It's really fun for me to come back with Will. And have K Fog support and yeah. K Pig support and Crush support and all these Bay Area yeah. supporters. It's just a little measure of growth, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, they, they, Freight and Salvage has been really nice to us. and. Um, Tonight we're playing at Don Quixote's in Felton. Also a nice room. Also yeah. a nice room with Tom Miller over there. Yeah. Supportive. Yep. It's just nice to have, you know, the old uh, home turf still cracking me up. <laughs> That's nice to bring 
We don't have a lot because look what I brought with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, it's like two worlds, you know, yeah. like two worlds colliding, kind of, you know. Yeah. That's really Although cool. Although Nashville's my my new life, but I still feel a big attachment here. Sure. My family's in California, so. Yeah. Been... Nice. Well, welcome back temporarily, and Thank uh, you. have a great show tonight. I'm gonna yeah, look man. forward to what you come up with next time. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. much. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your Thank interest. You. Did I really say temporarily at the end of that interview? Oh, well. Long day. Fun day, but long day. Um, that was a really fun interview with those two. Will Kimbrough and Bridget DeMeyer talking about Will's new release, Sideshow Love, which you can find at com, And Bridget DeMeyer's new record, Savannah Road, where you can, which you can find at B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E. D-E-Y-M-E-R.com or look, look at my site, michaelgither.com for songs and stories 144 and 143. And you can hear us uh, talking about their new records, playing a couple of songs and talking shop. That was really, just really cool. And you too, if you're listening, um, if you pick this up, I really appreciate your time. I know you were about to go on the air and I appreciate giving 20 minutes of your time to, to talk music. I love what you do and um, as do you listening to this too and the way you can let them know is by buying their new records and there's the websites. Uh, please support these artists. They're doing very cool stuff and it's a lot of work putting this these things together and it's very much appreciated when people and you know pick it up and support it. So that's 144 of Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither. Thank you again and whether you heard this on the KC Cafe online radio station or Grateful Dread Radio, our friends in Nashville, or my site, michaelgaither.com, or Twitter, or Facebook, or somewhere out on the interwebs, or maybe you picked it up on the Stitcher application. Thanks for listening, and um, if you haven't subscribed, you can do so by clicking on the subscribe link there in the blog. If you'd like to know when the next ones are available, I have a mailing list where I announce my own shows and the new podcast. So you can find that on the right-hand side of my website. If you can subscribe there, I'll send out a monthly email and give you an MP3 to thank you. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. Thank you for your time. Take care.